1: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: Hello, hello. hello. Welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show. It's me. I'm your host, Emma Gunn-Wardner. I'm delighted to have you here. I hope you're very well. Thank you for tuning in. In this episode, I'm joined by Nick Case Chapman, Now many of you will know Nick as one half of Pixie Woo with her sister Sam and in this episode we talk about a topic that Nick first addressed in a video that she published to that Pixie Woo YouTube channel almost a year ago to the day and it was a video titled My Secret Illness where she revealed her diagnosis with MS. I'll put the link to that video in the show notes and also resources for MS in the show notes if it is a subject that you would like to know more about or feel that you would like more information. Now so often after I've recorded a podcast I'll take myself off and have a little decompress and I just try to grab some time by myself to process the conversation. It might sound a bit odd it's just a little bit of a habit I've got into since I started this podcast over two years ago but there's often a lot of information exchanged and you're on tape and you don't always necessarily process things in the moment but there's like a window after a recording where you can kind of feel it all and you get a really good sense for how it went and what the content's going to be like, all of that kind of stuff. And it's very telling. And it kind of harks back to a quote I read years ago about if you spend time with someone and you come away feeling drained, move away from those people. But if you come away feeling energized, then that's a really good sign and those are the people that you should stay around. I came away from this podcast, honestly, listeners, feeling unlike I have, I think, from any recording I've done before. I felt energized, really buzzy, happy and positive and really inspired. I think after I left Nick I had um, a lunch meeting and it was about a 10 minute walk away and I literally strutted down the street like anything's possible yo. I was just I was on cloud nine I felt really good and I really sincerely hope that that's how you feel when you listen to this conversation. Selfishly I recorded this and when I hit stop I just remember thinking I'm so glad I've got Nick on tape talking like this because I know I can always go back to it and channel her attitude her positivity and the very measured real way she's dealt with a blow a shock however you feel is appropriate to phrase it and made it a motivator and something that won't hold her back I I'm very glad to have that on tape and there were times when I was when she was talking and I was listening thinking God, I wish I was like this or I really respect that or, yet yeah, don't wallow. It really made me look at how I deal with things as well as the topic that we were talking about specifically. I'm going to go straight into the conversation now, but rest assured, all the links to everything we discuss will be in the show notes. And if you aren't already, and I'm sure you are, then subscribing to Pixie Woo on YouTube and also following Nick on social media where she's at Pixie Woo can only be a good thing. As ever, if you want to get in touch with the show, then please do email thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or slide into those DMs on social media where I'm at Emma Guns, and please don't subscribe. Don't don't subscribe. That's the entire opposite message I'm trying to say here. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever it is that you listen, so you never miss an episode. And um, I really hope you find this conversation useful. As I said, you can tell I did. Um, all of the resources for anything to do with MS, its definitions, understanding, etc., will be in the show notes. Um, I wanted to send you to the right, appropriate and um, honest professional resources rather than wang on about it myself. But they will be in the show notes and I am delighted to have Nick on the show and I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for joining me, Nick. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'm really, um, excited is probably the wrong word, but I'm really interested to dig into this.
3: You can be excited. <laughs> you can be excited. <laughs>
2: um, you did a video, gosh, what must it be now, about six months ago? I don't even know. Ago? Yeah, probably. Where you, um, told your audience and the world that you have MS. Yes. And it was, a, clearly it looked like it was a difficult video to film. Yeah, it
3: was, which is very strange because I came to terms with the fact I had MS a long time ago. Mm. But I think when you then tell the world, there's no hiding from it, it's out there. Everything you put mm. on on me on social media or online, everyone knows about you now, yeah. forever. And I didn't want it to f- define me. And I also didn't want people to think, oh, she's the girl with MS. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want to be that person. So um, it took a long time for me to realise I'm at a point where I feel really at one with myself actually Mm. my life is better than it was before i can talk about it
2: Mm. so it took a while to get there but yeah i'm really pleased i did it how many years was it from diagnosis to doing that video um i got diagnosed on my
3: daughter's first birthday and she is now five i knew i had it probably for about six to eight months before Uh, because my dad had MS. Mm. So I'd already known I had it. It's just until you've got the diagnosis, and you have to go through a lot of tests before they can diagnose you.
2: So um, I knew I had it for probably about six years now. When you say you knew, did you just, as soon as you had the issue, because the issue wasn't manifested, was it after you had Harry? After I had Harry, yeah. I had um, a slight
3: when I turned I had a slight blurredness in one in my right eye Mm -hmm. when I turned when I shaved my arms and you looked down I could kind of it it felt a bit stroby and I didn't know what it was went to the hospital to the doctors to the hospital and they said you've got optic neuritis and it just went Mm -hmm. I thought nothing of it then after I had ed I was decided right I've had both my kids I'm done Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start training and I got back into the gym was training really hard and I went blind in one of my eyes in my actual left eye this time during a Um, workout straight after a workout well I had a headache a terrible Mm. headache and we were going to London for the launch it's funny because you remember things (laughs) so clearly when it's something like that we were going to the London to London to the launch of Tanya Burr's cosmetic line oh gosh yeah and um the next and I was really tired I was really run down Mm. because I just had another baby I was really exhausted and I woke up the next morning and I'd gone blind in one eye in my left eye and um I thought nothing of it went to the doctors they gave me an eye patch they said yeah we'll te- get you in for another um test on your eyes and I put a picture up of me with a patch which I don't have anymore and I'm a bit gutted I don't have that picture anymore because it's like I deleted it because when I found out I had MS I had to delete everything that was mm, to do with it yeah if you know what I mean and now I'm a bit like oh I wish I hadn't have been so um quick to kind of... You might find it on your cloud one day. Yeah, you never maybe, know. <laughs> maybe. It's bound to be there somewhere. And um, I put the picture up and my friend, Renee, who is a doctor, messaged me and said, why have you got a patch on your eye?
2: Mm.
3: And I was like, I don't know, I've just gone blind because that's what I'm like. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've just lost vision. As if someone feels like that, but that is just what I'm like. I was like, I don't know. And she said, okay, um, can you go and get an MRI? And I was like, Really? Like, do you think it's something that serious? She said, it can be linked to MS. And I was like, okay, my dad had MS. So do you think in that moment you thought... That's the yeah, moment I knew. Yeah, That's the moment I knew. I had It hadn't even occurred to me. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment that I was like, oh shit, I've got MS. Mm-hmm. I knew instantly as soon as she said it, because it's funny, growing up, I always thought I'd get MS. Really weirdly. I always thought out of anyone, I'll get MS. And I didn't even know it was something that was hereditary which they it isn't Mm -hmm. but obviously if you carry the gene then you're more likely to get it but i remember being in a car with someone i can't remember who it was i can't even remember i just remember them saying to me oh my auntie and my uh, both my aunties have ms and their sisters or something like that and i thought two people in the same family can get it Mm. i'm gonna get it you know because my dad had it Mm. i remember thinking that and um you know, then she told me, and I was like, said to Ian, "It could be MS. I think I've got it." My husband, Ian's my husband. My husband's auntie also died of MS, so it's really, really strong mm-hmm. in our family, so more so from our kids, so we try to make sure they eat really well and stuff. But um, I knew. I just knew that was the moment. That was the moment I knew, And I booked him for an MRI, and then I had to have a uh,
2: um, spinal. I know. I, even watching you talk about it on the video, it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, worst thing ever. But you know, um,
3: found out I had it, and
2: because you said, and we can get into sort of the minutiae of what the condition actually means yeah. and what it is and entails. But in the video, you said that it was like a week or two weeks that you spiraled, and you basically cried yourself oh to my sleep. God, yeah. Um, did you go down a Google rabbit hole? No. Never still now I've never googled it
0: mm.
3: because I know um what the outcome could be mm. but it's not going to be that outcome do you know what I mean mm. and I and I did when I found out I cried myself to sleep for possibly two weeks every night purely because I thought <gasps> oh god I've got small kids I'm not going to be able to see them walk down the aisle because to me i'd lost vision that was all i could think about Mm. you know i know my dad was in a wheelchair and i could all i could think about was the bad sides of ms i didn't even think that it might not be that Mm. um so my dad obviously had progressive ms whereas i have um relapsing and remitting okay which is a different form um one can turn into the other. So mm-hmm. relapsing and remitting can turn into progressive, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully mine won't. So what happens is um, the relapsing and remitting is when you have the, a relapse. I say attack, but actually the technical mm-hmm. term is a relapse. You have a relapse and your body doesn't quite recover from that and you have another one. Right. And then it doesn't quite recover and you have another one and then it turns into progressive mm-hmm. because you don't have a break in between where your body can get back right to where it was it will never go back 100 yeah. percent, but it starts to heal itself and get back mm. to a certain point um whereas i've had three attacks and although i'm my vision isn't as clear in my left eye anymore my body goes back to normal right that's my only one thing that mm. kind of would say
2: oh that reminds reminds me and looking at you through the lens of social media yeah i see that you eat really well i see that you're incredibly he- healthy i see that you work out loads um and i guess that's part of what you're doing to yeah. make sure that you don't have another attack is that is it is a live is it something that you can have an influence on with your lifestyle choices definitely
3: now um my husband is amazing and he really wants to protect me from everything. Mm He's a husband. He just wants to look after me. So he did a lot of research into it. Mm -hmm. And he used to be a chef. So because I was working more, travelling and whatnot, he... um, wanted to make sure I was healthy as possible so we looked into like eating lots of greens certain things like mm. that and decided to put his chef hand to use and started cooking and then he did a youtube channel mm. like about healthy food but he really looked into what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating like certain fish that mm-hmm. I shouldn't really eat like tuna oh, really? um, yeah because it's quite a dirty fish do you know what I mean it eats it eats a lot of um bottom feeder yeah it's a bottom feeder so Mm. i shouldn't i shouldn't eat that a lot of pork because they carry a lot of bacteria Mm. um certain things like that that are actually installed in my brain that i don't even Mm. realize because it's just something i don't really do Mm. but i do try to do an 80 20 diet whereas i can have the odd glass of wine the odd glass of prosecco um but i try to keep it as um much that I don't, yeah. you know. And I only train on days when I feel like I have the energy and I listen mm. to my body. And if I feel like, oh my God, today I don't,
2: I don't mm. train. Yeah. When you had those two weeks... Yeah. It, you sort of alluded in the video to the fact that you reached a point where you went, I'm not this person. I'm not a bed-bound crier. Right, I'm up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live my life and I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. Do you? How does that where did you find that from is that just in Um, you i think it's in me you know we come
3: from a domestic violence background my dad was violent and we have never we've always been my brothers are younger me and my sister and my mum are quite strong Mm. my mum's had to be through the years Mm. through domestic violence and um i think that i just wasn't going to allow me to feel weak from something Mm. that i had no control over Mm. um and I had to own it. I have it. There's nothing I can do about it. I have it. I have to own it. And I have to listen to my body. And I didn't want my kids to see me weak, I suppose, mm. in, in, in so many terms. You know, it was, it was really hard because, you know, people see me now and they think, oh, my God, but she can train and she can do that, all that stuff. I couldn't for a really long time. Mm. I was in bed for months I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't have the energy. Mm. I didn't, you know, at night I would sweat through like crazy. Um, I couldn't even pick my kids up. I didn't have the energy to walk up the stairs. Mm. I was, you know, it seems like, oh, well, you know, she's through it. It was awful. It was, you know, Mm. I couldn't even walk into town. I couldn't, I didn't have the energy. Sam would come around and be like, you know, let's, let's, let's walk into town. And I would, really struggle because i I couldn't i couldn't all those things that you take for granted are gone Mm. you know you you're just constantly tired and you have to listen to your body and you have to sleep and you have to re you know bring some energy back and i was like that for a really long time
2: i think when you're physically exhausted and i know it's not physical exhaustion but when you're physically unable to get up move around it has a really it has a massive effect on the brain as well. And did you? Did your brain start selling you, well, what's the point? Did, that must have been as much of a battle as the physical one, I, I imagine. Yeah, but my brain did the complete
3: opposite. Like my mum would be, I'd say, mum, mum, I can't feel my legs. And she'd be like, well, go and sit down then. I was like, no, because what if I can't get up? I'm so the opposite. Mm. It would be like, I've got to walk through this. I've got to get through it. And I don't necessarily know that's the best way to do it, mm. but it's my only way that I... I find the strength to yeah. do that. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I just, I just don't want to not be able to lift my kids up. Mm. And, you know, a few months down the line, I could again. I could slowly start introducing that stuff. Mm. And, and diet really helped me, mm. you know, eating lots of greens. I eat probably a bag of kale a day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 luckily, I love it. A <laughs> little bit of honey. In you told me that a while it. ago, it changes everything. It's, it's so beautiful. And if you get organic on it, honey, and put a little bit mm. in at the end, it just gives it this sweetness and it gets rid of that bitterness mm. that kale can have. But I, luckily I love veg, so mm. I eat a lot of that and we're just really careful and, and slowly I got energy back and now
2: I can train every day. Mm. You know, I just don't push it too much. You talked as well on the video about triggers. Yeah. So if you feel it, but you also said about the fact you've never missed a day's work. Yeah. Which is incredible. Lucky you <laughs> can work you are, from home a lot. <laughs> yeah, but you are incredibly busy. Um, mm. And the demands on your time are quite massive, given all of the things that you do. So when you feel a trigger, is it just right, down tools, that's it?
3: It's really difficult because um, when I feel a trigger, uh, I might be in a situation where I can't just down tools. Mm. And for a long time, no one knew I had MS. So I couldn't. And I don't drink tea or coffee, and quite often with their mess you feel really really lethargic and like you haven't got any energy so people would have a coffee which would spike them for maybe the 10 minutes that they need extra but then you have a massive down mm. plummet down so um quite often when we are away with real techniques or something i'll get to a point where i have to have a full fat coke oh that cures so many. And, uh, yeah, and I and I would never have something like that. Yeah. But it's it's like I need a bit of energy to get me mm. through this. I have to have something, but actually, it's quite funny because now, when we're away, Sam has to have a full fat coke at the same time as me. So <laughs> I've realised that it's not really the ms it might just be that we're tired we're exhausted you know (laughs) we've been working hard and and we we hit hit rock bottom and we need a little bit more Mm. energy so
2: do you feel like you had your own like one-on-one mental physical battle with ms that was quite private
3: oh yeah completely you know i i've i didn't want to research it i didn't want to look at it it was i tried to make that it wasn't happening Mm. for a really really long time like um and i think even now i have a battle with it every day Mm. you know i'm i'm fine that i have it but it's not one day that it doesn't go through my mind Mm -hmm. there's not one day that i don't think oh god i've got ms you know it's it's something that is always on my mind if i turn on the tv someone's in a wheelchair but they've got ms they've got ms it's it's everywhere Mm. you see it so much more when you've been um diagnosed with something mm. and it just seems um yeah it just seems wherever you look it's there and and I do have to fight my own demons with it I suppose mm. but I try to use it in a positive way yeah
2: it, that's the thing that I really get and I guess knowing you and Sam I know that you're both well I've always thought that you're really strong and like I wouldn't, I was Thank about you. to say I wouldn't cross you. Meaning, I <laughs> you'd be, like you'd be amazing. You're you're amazing wing women in a fight. Yes, <laughs> like, we are. <laughs> no, you've got real metal. You've got real. You've got like character and something about you. So, I, it doesn't surprise me that you kind of had to go head to head with this. Yeah, it's. I think it's a a
3: battle that no one else understands. Mm. You know, having. Uh, not knowing what you have to start off with and thinking oh my god when i lied in my bed i was like okay it's bound to be ms what if it's not what if i've got a tumor behind my eye what Mm. what if that's why i can't see what if i only have a week to live this is this is the things that Mm. were going through my mind what if i only have a week to live and i've got you know something far worse Mm. and i had to think of all the things that were worse to be able to think that i had the better solution and that was it that's that's the things that went through my mind okay this could be a hundred times worse or it could be MS and mm-hmm. I could be living with something that I can probably cope with. Okay, maybe my, as I get older, my life won't be as great quality, maybe, mm-hmm. but that's in my mind. I mm-hmm. have to overcome that and I have to choose the path that I take next to make me deal with this. Mm. And that's, that, those are the things that went through my mind. I was like, I'm not going to be a victim. I am not going to let my kids see me like this. Mm. I am going to find a way to make this better because what if they get it? Do you know what I mean? I Everything I do mm. is not for me. It's for my kids or it's for the people that come to me and say, mm. oh my God, I'm so pleased you spoke out about it. And you can't feel sorry for yourself because there's people far younger mm-hmm. than me that have got MS. Far younger and got it progressive. And it's... It's one of those things that, okay, I've been dealt a card. Maybe my card is, my job is to play that card and tell everyone,
2: mm.
3: you know, this is what I live with and yeah. I still work. And I know not everyone can do that. You know, I'm not naive to think, well, if I can do it, you can. Because mm. everyone's MS is their own. Mm. It's Everyone's is different. But what I do try to do is be an example and also spread the message of it. Yeah. Because... You know, I, I, when I found out, I did think what celebrities have MS. Mm. And I think Montel, um, who was the talk show? Williams, Williams. Williams yeah. I was going to say Jordan, but I I think was that's awesome. very different. <laughs> Montel Williams has it, and a couple of other people. And I was like, that's really interesting. Mm. You know, um, I just wanted to know other people that had it. Yeah. That's why I thought it was really important for me to say I have it mm. and to come out and speak about it. But I had to deal with it in my own mind first, yeah. and I also had to know that I could fulfil all my job roles because mm. I didn't want to not have a job yeah. by saying you've got something wrong with you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There was so many things that went through my mind before I came out mm. in the video, which is why the video was so emotional. Because mm. I don't, I tell the world everything. I don't have anything to hide. Mm. I want people to, you know, we talk about domestic violence. I want people to hear those words and be like okay that's not going to be me Mm. I'm not going to be put in that bracket and I felt really sad that I couldn't tell my audience Mm. what I was living with so yeah but you had to do that in your own time exactly exactly as with everyone I've had people come and talk to me about having MS that haven't told anyone
2: Mm.
3: and you know that's obviously such a privilege but it's also it's too much for someone to take on their own. Mm. You need to tell people. You need to have the support of people. And another thing that's really funny is when I found out I had it, I was more concerned about what my old school friends would think, which is the weirdest thing. All my ex-boyfriends. Would they think they had a lucky escape? My ex-school friends. Will they think, you know, will they think, oh, she was always... She was always bound to get something like that. She was too... Do you know what I mean? She was too good at sport at school. Do you know what I mean? It's like little things like that that you would never think would bother you. But the people that you haven't seen for years would be the people that you'd think, I don't want them to know. It's weird.
2: Yeah, I I totally get it. Sometimes when I'm honest on this podcast, I don't think about the people in my life. I think about the the girl who bullied me when I was 12. It's honestly, (laughs) it's the weirdest thing that, um, you know that you, you think about people that
3: that aren't even mm. in your life anymore yeah
2: when you did the video you've said that people confided in you you have a, a pretty big platform mm. <laughs> um what was that like because you shared and it was almost a bit like i can imagine it was like thank goodness that's up and it's out like can't take it back it's toothpaste out the tube i, I can't shove it back in now it's done what was the reaction like? And had you prepared yourself for what it was going to be?
3: I filmed the video. I just, I wanted to do it for a while and I went in and I was like, okay, I'm going to film it today. I'm going to film it today. I was in the office on my own and I did it in one take. That was it. I was like, I mean, it has to be straight as I say it. Mm. Otherwise it's not real. It's not, I, I don't want to edit how I feel. Yeah. Cause that's how I feel. And I sent it to Dom, my agent, um, oh police car going past and i sent it to um my publicist and um because i i didn't want to say something wrong not that i didn't want it out there i didn't want to say something that would offend people Mm. or other people living with ms would be like well you shouldn't have said that Mm. um and then they both rung me in tears and were like oh my god i can't Believe this video because no one's seen me cry, mm. you know. And to see me so vulnerable, someone so strong, was a real shock to them. Um, and they vote, and I said, "Look, do I need to change anything?" And they're like, "No, it's absolutely perfect. I don't see how it will offend anyone." Mm. Um, and then I think a, a week later it it went up, and I remember thinking, "I don't know if it will get many <laughs> many views." And it wasn't about the views; it was about getting the message out yeah. there. But also thinking at the last minute, should I pull it? The world is going to know. Should I pull it? Should I not put it up? Because people will treat me different and I didn't want to be. And actually no one's treated me different, which is the weirdest thing. No one's been like, can you manage this? No one. It's honestly the best thing to get off my chest, but also I haven't been, you know, it's not changed anything for me. Only that more people have come to me and said, I've had that, I've got that. Mm. Or I sent a friend to your video and it's really helped them. I get messages daily from people that you, that no one would know has MS
2: Yeah,
3: that confide in me. You know, some people that are, are known that no one would know that have MS that have confided in me. And I think that's just amazing mm. that people feel that they can, um, you know, that they have someone to talk to about it.
2: I think it's extraordinary how somebody... Like you, big platform, to all intents and purposes, like through the life, through the the lens of social media, incredibly glamorous, all of this kind of stuff. It's amazing how much comfort that brings, whether it's you or whether it's another public figure admitting something, whatever that might be. Yeah, totally. The comfort that it provides for people. I googled straight
3: away what celebrities Mm. who lives with MS because i wanted to see that people can live with it Mm. that's what it was it wasn't that i wanted to see a celebrity that had it it was that i wanted to see someone that i you know that i see daily or or can you know actually live with it Mm. i didn't want i could have googled other people do you know what i mean i just wanted to know that there's people out there that live the sort of life That they manage, Mm. you know. I don't know how to explain that, but you know know. what I mean. Like, I wanted to be able to visually see them on film. How do they walk? Yeah. Do they have? Do they slap their foot down? What sort of things do they have that that show me that they have MS and they're living with it and they're still fulfilling
2: whatever they have to do daily? In a weird way, and this might not be the right sort of phraseology. Yeah. You are now living what you have said you know you're living really well you're living a better life almost yeah would you ever say that it's the not the best thing that ever happened I know what to you mean yeah, yeah.
3: um yeah it, you know obviously it's not ideal mm. but it's it's uh, there I wouldn't change anything mm. because you know that's the card I've been dealt it's mm. it might change other paths that my life has taken and they've all been great. And it's probably made me more appreciative of things. Mm. It's made me value life very differently. It's made me spend more time with my kids. It's made me go on more holidays with them. It makes me make more memories. You know, I don't make money and hoard it. I spend it Mm. and I, I enjoy that and I take my kids to special things i make those moments you know Mm. that's what it's made me Mm. it's made me value life far more um because to me when i first got diagnosed that was like a death sentence do you know what i mean it was like Mm. oh my god oh my god all i envisioned was my dad passed away of ms that's all i envisioned you know actually he hadn't then but um i knew i'd sin. decay of MS yeah I'd seen what happens and that's all I knew so it really made me think okay life is flashing past I need to Mm. do as much as I possibly can and I think that positive outlook has probably made me feel better
2: yeah I think that's the thing I was curious about fundamentally. If you were to find you from six years ago and say, what six things really motivate you? What, what are your basic needs? Whether they would be very different now or whether they would just be in a different order?
3: Um, well, family has always been the one, number mm-hmm. one for me, anyway. But more looking after my family for later. Mm. has been more of a thing for me you know putting things in place checking little things like the diet that my kids eat all those sorts of things have been far more prominent to me now than they probably would have you know i would have been like well i when i was young i used to eat mcdonald's you'll be all right Mm. now i think "Mm." when i was young i used to eat mcdonald's i shouldn't do you know what i mean they shouldn't (laughs) everything makes me think do should they do that Mm. should they do that um you know, even trying to get them out, out in the open air. We moved house. We got a bigger garden mm-hmm. so that my kids could have more time to run around. And, you know, those sorts of things are the changes that I made. And more holidays. Mm. Even though I shouldn't go in the sun.
2: <laughs> well, none of us should apparently. No. But who doesn't love a bit of sun? Exactly. <laughs> it feels so good. Um, someone's going to slay me for that. Oh, no, well, <laughs>
3: the thing is, with MS, is the heat. We shouldn't go in the heat too much. Actually, heat doesn't affect me. Oh. No. Unless I'm in the middle of having a um, relapse, then heat does because you get tingly hands and you um, basically only people with MS will probably understand this, especially for women. Mm. When you um, are due on, mm-hmm. your temperature spikes. Yeah. So you get you, all the blood's rushing and you get warmer. And that's why you become far more clumsy and whatnot. With MS, it causes far more sweating through the night, uh, um, way clumsier, you lose your words, you'll drop your words and stuff like that because it is upping your body temperature, which will cause a relapse or something like that. So, um, yeah, MS, you shouldn't really have sun, saunas. I I would never have a sauna or something like that because it's too hot for my body. But I can go in the sun fine which is really, really strange. But
2: there's all sorts of things that, that are different for different people. That's so interesting. So I know this is the opposite end of the spectrum and a bit weird, but what about things like cryotherapy? Has anyone ever said you should try?
3: No, because I think um, you shouldn't, your body should stay at a certain temperature. Yeah. You shouldn't go too hot or too cold. It's, it's really it's, it's far more in depth. And as I live through having ms Mm -hmm. i find out more and more as i go yeah but having been in it for six or so
2: years i kind of have come to terms with certain things that i can and can't do yeah so when you found out yeah you actually got the diagnosis when was the point that i'm curious and you might not want to go here but when you told the siblings um straight away Mm -hmm. straight away um
3: as soon as I, found, as I spoke to Renee, mm. um, my, my doctor friend, obviously Ian was there, told him, told my mum, uh, my sister, and then my brothers, mm. and and kind of just said to them, look, guys, can you make sure you're taking vitamin D3? Because I didn't want anything to happen to mm. them as well. You know, vitamin D is a massive um, cause. Not a cause, but you, sun, weirdly enough, mm-hmm. although you, when you have MS, you can't go in the sun. Sunlight is one of the things that, Gives you vitamin D, which yeah. can stop you getting MS in the in the long in at the beginning.
2: Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Okay.
3: Um, unless you already have that gene and it's so strong anyway. Right. But, um, so you know, we-
0: small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustolium's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns
1: Just told all
3: them. And it was really interesting how each one of them was so different about it. Um, Jim, my brother Jim, he, he doesn't really like to talk about it. Doesn't offend me at all. He's That's just how he deals with things. Mm. Sam doesn't either. She She doesn't... I think they can't admit that there's anything wrong with me Mm. which there actually isn't now Mm. you know it's fine in my mind i don't even have it anymore um although i do and i get the odd trigger i'm like no i've beaten it i'm the (laughs) only person to ever beat ms i've done it um but john wants to fix everything my other brother john he wants to fix everything and and was like oh let's you know let's do this let's do that. And my brother John was the person who put me in touch with someone who does, like,
2: alternative medicine. Yeah, because this is something that you have been using as well, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I I go and see someone who tests me for what is working in my body and what's Mm. not and um, tells me what vegetables I should be eating and stuff like that, and Mm. that's how I maintain it so I don't take Western medicine at all. Um, And that's something that, you know, I was offered all the injections and Mm. the tablets and... um, They were kind of quite new and to me I was like, okay, I don't want to get something that has different side effects down the line. I don't Mm -hmm. want to get liver failure later and it's from the drugs that I'm taking that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And luckily I'm in a position where mine I caught mine very early. Right. So um I just completely changed my diet. I had to go back to the hospital every couple of months. Now I have to see them yearly. In fact, they haven't called me for two years, so I haven't even been in for two years, (laughs) but I'm meant to go back yearly. And I just chose to do it via diet and through that sort of means. But I discussed with my husband that if I do have another relapse, that's when we'll start doing the Western medicine. Um, Because obviously the way I'm doing it wouldn't have been Mm -hmm. working. But so far, touch wood, by doing what I do, it is working. And so does far. that
2: give you a sense of, when you say, I feel like I've beaten it, does that give you that sense of confidence? Yeah, I think so. I, Because I, you've taken control of how you're dealing yeah, with it. Yeah,
3: in my mind, um, I have control over yeah. it. I don't know what will happen if I do have another relapse, mm. and I'm sure it would cause me, you know... Um, and I do say that, God, I, you know, because I feel so in control of it. Maybe it would really knock me down. Mm. But touch wood, that hasn't happened. Mm. And I, touch wood, that won't happen. We're both yeah. touching wood. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> Thank goodness that boardroom has gone yeah, table. Then,
3: fingers crossed that won't happen. Um, but I think we all have to be in a mental state yeah. to deal with life's obstacles that we get given. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and everyone gets something that they have to deal with throughout their lives i can't imagine there's anyone in in the world that doesn't have something mm. that at one point in their life they have to overcome and deal with so um i'm just lucky i know mine
2: yeah i i watched that video and when you said you went to bed for two weeks and it was like a week to two weeks i, I did think that i i that I, that would have been me that would have been months for me yeah you had a very for me for me i just watched it and i was like god she really did bounce back yeah she went there but she pulled herself out of it to I, what looks quick to me
3: yeah um as from having kids yeah you don't have time to Mm-mm. to to do that and and actually yeah i do um my husband quite often when i'm at home he'll get up and do the kids he does the kids run um and lets me lay in but I can't lay in Mm. I literally still get up I'm always up at eight you know even if he gets up at seven I'm I'm trying to lay in but I just can't Mm. but you know we I need to start actually allowing those things do you know what I mean Mm. like allowing the rest and 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 whatnot but I've never been that person that would give up Mm. with anything you know I, I will always be like no I can do that Mm. I can do that and I will carry on until I do it with anything because that's just the way I am.
2: Yeah. So what are the alternative therapies and how are they personalized? Well, I go and I think
3: it's I, it's so hard to explain it because I don't understand it. <laughs> like, I'm so honest. I don't understand. Um, it's. I go and see someone and they test me to see what's working in my body and what's not. Mm -hmm. So I suppose a is that Mm -hmm. how you say it? Um, I wish I understood it because every time I go and see the person I go and see, I'm like, can you explain it to me? And (laughs) I still don't understand. It's like, Oh my God, I wish I understood. And I wish my brain was functioned that way, but it's to work out what's not, not triggering in my body and what's not working Mm -hmm. and what I need, what supplements I need at Mm -hmm. certain times so that my body isn't, grabbing it from somewhere else and right. causing me to be tired, more tired, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um so you know, if I'm run down because I've got a cold, he'll give me something to kind of overcome that. So my body doesn't hunt
2: for more energy yeah. from somewhere else, which can cause a relapse. So it's keeping you in balance. It's keeping me, yeah. It's a bit like Reiki for me. Yeah. It could just be somebody standing over me, waving their hands around, but I feel much better afterwards. Yeah, the person I see does Reiki, does everything. Yeah. You
3: know, pressure points? M- massive. Yeah, he does a pressure point, certain ones for me. There's a certain toe I I can't tweak because that's a, attached to the nervous system. So it would make the nervous system work faster. You know, it's honestly so interesting. um I probably do know a lot about
2: it. I just can never remember it until I'm in the room, and then I'm like, oh, oh, oh. No, I'm the same, and I think um I'm friends with Nadine Bagger, as are you. Yeah, and. I'll say, I really like that product. It really works for me. And she goes, what's the active ingredient? And I go, I don't know. She needs to know what the active ingredient is in order to be able to understand why it may work for her. Whereas I'm just like, if I use it for four weeks and my skin looks better, I trust it. That's me. That is
3: exactly (laughs) me. Um, But it's worked really well for me. So um, I will continue until Mm. it stops. But a lot of people say to me, oh, what medicine should I take? I'm not a doctor. I don't mm. know. I don't, you know, it's a bit like with makeup. What makeup suits me? Unless I see a picture of you and I see you, I don't mm. know. I can't advise just because something works for me yeah. that it would work for other people. I, You know, that's something you have to decide yeah. what route you want to take. Um, that's just the route that I've taken until it stops working.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And then I will find another route and I will continue to do something else. It's, um, and that's a question I do get asked a lot um and it's just not something i can answer to pe- to other people do you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's how do you stay like that maybe my ms isn't as reactive
2: as yours do you know mm-hmm. what i mean i i just
3: i can't i can't see inside other
2: people yeah. to know how theirs is and also you've got several pillars you've got your food yeah you've got your exercise and you love exercising you're not it. someone who has to drag yourself to the no, gym no i love it i
3: love it i literally get up um, do interval training, which I love. Um to start off with I couldn't do it very much and I couldn't mm. do hev- I, I still don't do heavy weights because um of, I have you have to be careful with your brain with MS that you don't shake it too much. Okay. Which is really interesting. All these sorts of things. Um, because of your balance. Mm.
2: Um
3: but I did start doing yoga for a while purely for the balance reason. Mm. Uh but I wasn't very good at it, so I was like, mmm unless i'm really good at something straight away i'm like i don't want to do I'm it anymore cuz i'm not the best in the world at it i
2: stormed out of a yoga class yeah. not too long ago
3: they put me in that downward dog and i fell asleep cuz it's so comfortable <laughs> i was like this is like the most this is how i sleep but yeah i try to do stuff to um to be as active as I can with it and I know some people aren't in the position where they can be that active Mm. but hopefully they will get to that position like I like I said I couldn't walk up the stairs I couldn't lift my kids up Mm. I couldn't do anything when I was in the midst of a relapse but hopefully you'll get
2: through that one and you'll be able to slowly introduce those things yeah so did you sort of slowly get back into the physical stuff yeah really slowly How did it affect you? I know it's slightly not related to the MS, but you did ding your your leg quite badly of skiing. Yeah, really, really, it made me really depressed. Yeah. Because, and I, I
3: think, Uh, So we went skiing, first time skiing. My husband um, is a snowboarder. Last time skiing? Last time ever (laughs) skiing. I don't even like the snow. Why would I go somewhere cold (laughs) where there's loads of it? I hate it. So we went skiing with the family. It was my brother's 30th birthday. And we thought, look, we'll take the kids They're five and six. They'll love it. They loved it. (laughs) My first go, I went down the slope and the instructor said, oh, you're doing really well because I'm quite sporty. I was like, yeah, I am. He's like, let's do some turns. So I turned And the ski just went too far and I heard a (laughs) and a pain and I tore my ACL. Um, So that was on the first day. So I spent the whole time in the hotel room. I was miserable, but it wasn't just so much that I'd done that. It was that it put me back so far. Mm. That's what was really upsetting to me. It wasn't the fact that I'd pringed my knee or, or caused damage. It was that I won't be able to train. And then I'm going to get sad because it's my kind of thing mm. that makes me happy. What am I going to do? It made me feel like I was back to when I couldn't lift my kids for MS. Yeah. And I know that's the weirdest thing because it shouldn't. It's, it's, it's you know, it's just a little pring on my knee, which I it actually takes a year to get better because I still can't bend it properly now. Um, but it really did take me back. And I was miserable. I was a horrible person to be around. I was so mean to my husband. I, I mean like a horrible person because i was just so angry i was just so upset and so livid that i'd done something did
2: you relive the moment over and over again and think oh if i just yeah, i I just
3: thought why did i even do it i should have just been in a cocktail bar i should have just been having (laughs) (laughs) i should not have been up there doing that um but i you know i'm always one to want to try to and Mm. now you know I, i was horrible person to be around but it's because they they all had a whatsapp group and i could see them out Mm. at the top of the mountains having app praise and and all throwing snowballs and i was like i hate you all and you were propped up in a bed i was in a bed couldn't move my knee getting all these whatsapps
2: coming through and i was like i hate you i hate you all at one point did they just get that nicola has left the group
3: (laughs) that's i said to ian when he came my husband when he came back to the room i was like i'm leaving i'm leaving the whatsapp group he was like god you're so dramatic i was like i'm not i'm sitting in a bed on my own I hate it mm. I want to be out with you all and all I keep seeing is you throwing snowballs and drinking beer and I was like I'm devo but um, <laughs> I got out of it we left a day early actually
2: <laughs> I'm a horrible person to be around no sometimes you have to leave a day early yeah. I did that last well, year well I,
3: I knew that the day after I got back I had to go to America for a real techniques tour
2: with a dinged, with a dinged up ding, leg yeah
3: with my knee and I didn't know what I'd done to it so I rung the hospital and managed to get an MRI up for my knee mm. in so I flew back a day early so I could do that because I didn't want to let real techniques down mm. but I had to have things in place before so it wasn't so much I was ruining the holiday I had to fly back a day early because I had to get things sorted out yeah. for work the so day you, after
2: I so still you, went on the tour yeah and that was a long tour actually that yeah, one wasn't it yeah I still it was two weeks but it was fine I enjoyed it personally because you and Sam basically did lives every day. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do, do a, we're do we doing more lives now because I just enjoy them. And it was just funny because you'd both be live at the same time. It's like, who do I choose? Choose me. <laughs> you'd both be doing your makeup and then you just, then occasionally you split the screen. You were having a facial one day yeah. and you split the screen. I thought that was absolutely yeah. brilliant. So one thing you might have observed this, I don't know, after your video came out, Several months later Sam then did a video about her depression. Yeah. Did you feel, did you notice, the answer might be no, a difference in how those were received because you have a physical and a mental? Um not really. I
3: I, I didn't I I didn't really look at hers. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If I'm honest, I didn't really watch hers purely because I know all about it I've mm. lived through it with her and um, she hasn't watched mine either because she knew it would upset her do you know what I mean she, she doesn't want to Yeah, she doesn't want to and I didn't watch hers but not because I thought oh god how's yours being perceived because I live with it yeah. every day of her um, and I don't think it was you know I think mental illness does sometimes get a bit more negative mm. like oh god snap out of it yeah Yeah, Yeah. and sometimes I feel like that with MS because people can't see it, Mm. that I I can't bring it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, I I better not mention it because people can't see that I have it. Mm. They don't know. So I can kind of understand it. But I think both of them got people talking about it and that's what we wanted to do really in the long run is have people understanding and seeing that us... You know, that that some people might look at and think our life is perfect. It's not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and um, But it was, it, I think it was a different kind of audience that hers got. Mm. Everyone wanted to know what she'd done and how she got over it. And a lot more people had similar to her. Mm-hmm. Whereas with me, it wasn't so much, it was more like, you're really brave. Mm. Well done. Thanks for bringing awareness. I'm going to tell my friend. Because not... Not so many people have MS. Is it 100,000 people in 100,000 the UK? 100,000 people in the UK. There's a place in Scotland where they have the most of it. Where there's, yeah, it's a, there's one place in Scotland where it has the highest level of MS. I wonder if it's because it's so dark there.
2: Oh, yeah, because of vitamin D. Yeah. I don't know, but I just wondered. Potentially. Yeah. No, that is that is quite interesting. It's interesting, isn't it? And you said as well, when you talked about it, you, had, you waited until you had come to terms with it and you would got your head straight about it but also there was an element of not necessarily wanting to be defined by it do you feel like that's because i definitely don't feel as though you are i feel as like you own it you will happily talk about it but it does not define you in any way shape or form sometimes and i know i haven't said this out loud before but because
3: there's been so many youtubers that have lied about having stuff sometimes i feel like I hope people don't think that I've just made it up. Do you know what I mean? There has yeah. been in the past people, because you can't. Have see, yeah. About a, a lady made up that she had cancer once. To oh, God. Do you gosh, know what yeah, I mean? I like, know, yeah. why would anyone ever do that? And sometimes I think, I hope no one would ever think that that's something that we would make up. Like, because mm. my sister then went on to talk about having depression and whatnot, and I've spoken about MS. And we've spoken about domestic violence. Mm. We're just the family that have had a lot of shit. (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? I I do sometimes think, God, I hope no one ever thinks that we would make these things up to get press or whatnot. Because I don't look like I have it. Mm. Which is great for me. People wouldn't know. Like, to look at me, no one would know. Mm. And I love that
2: fact. I love that people would look at me and not know. Mm. I feel very fortunate for that. But um,
3: yeah. I, I, but you work hard for
2: that. You can feel fortunate. Sorry to interrupt, but you, you, you work hard for that. Yeah. But also, in my mind,
3: was I just lucky with the MS that I got? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know. I don't know whether any of those things I do have changed the outcome for mm. me. I don't know. I really believe they have. I really believe that diet has that. Um, the seeing not taking the western medicine i mm. i believe that has worked for me
0: mm.
3: but you don't know because i don't know what the other outcome would have been it's so interesting mm. isn't it and, I, and those things do go through my mind a lot because i think god i'm so fortunate and that's the different thing i feel fortunate mm. that the position that i'm in now whereas when i first got diagnosed i felt angry and yeah. sad now i feel fortunate that I have this kind of MS. I don't know whether it's the things I do. I honestly don't Mm. know because no one knows what
2: what the outcome would have been in a different way. Do you... Are you going to do any work with ms charities or anything like that is that now something that you're incorporating into things moving forward
3: yeah we we've already with we already work with refuge charity and i've i'm not an ambassador for ms charity although we have spoken about it and i have said i will do whatever if you Mm. have anything you want me to promote i will promote it and they offered to pay me to promote something and i was like i will never take money Mm. to do that because i have it why would i ever Mm. you know i will yeah i will take i will you know I will talk about it and I will show it and I will you know I'm happy to always talk about it but um yeah it's something that I will always talk about going forward mm. and you know there's so many charities out there yeah it's like how can you say I'm affiliated with that
2: one mm. it's really hard yeah
3: um but I will always do stuff for them anyway yeah you know what it's mean? not
2: yeah it's it, I've often thought that with where there are lots of different charities around one cause and you're like, could it not just all go into the same yeah. pot?
3: I can't, I can't, you know, I don't <laughs> want to be the ambassador for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too difficult. But I will always talk about it and push and support in whatever way I possibly can because it's something
2: that I live with. Mm. So, yeah. It is something. But you make it, as you say, you work hard, you, you might be fortunate, but you don't make it look like a scary, yeah, horrible thing. And I remember years ago, I worked, my, one of my first jobs after uni, um, I sat next to this guy at work and he got a phone call sort of late in the afternoon and his wife hadn't been very well. And his, he went ashen and he was like, she's got MS. And somebody across on one of the other desks heard it and Googled it and just read out the description. And of oh. course, he then loses his mind. And so that was my only other real... Um, First-hand experience of of that and so when I see what you talk about on your video and what you've talked about here it's not yeah the google definition
3: (laughs) yeah I think everyone has a different
2: strain or different
3: type of MS um I don't know how mine would have been I honestly Mm. it's so hard to answer I'm just living the best life I can with it um and I wouldn't risk thinking that that if I didn't do those things, I would stay like this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I yeah. think that you have to you have to live the best you can, so I do mm. change my diet. I am really careful with things so that that mind doesn't turn like that. And like, yeah. I, I don't know if it would, yeah. but you can't risk it. And I do think it's a scary thing. Mm. You know, when I found out, all I knew about was my dad. It's not something that many people know about. Mm. You know, I, I talk to people openly about it, and I'll quite happily say in a conversation, oh, yeah, well, I have MS. Do you, but I always have to say, do you know what MS is? Because a lot of people don't. Mm. That's what I want to get out there. I want people to know what it is, to understand and to... Um, you know, I, I don't want them to do anything. Mm. I just want them to understand it. I want more people... You know, if you say you have cancer, people know what that is. Mm. If you say you have MS, they don't. Mm. You know, they don't understand what you might be going through. They might they don't understand if the room's too hot, you might need it turned down. It's, it's little things like right. that that it would be nice that people just knew. Just education, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, do you need some water? Do you? You know, just little things that um, would mean that when you say it, it doesn't shock people or it doesn't scare people or they don't ha- then have to go off and Google it because they don't understand it, you know? And, mm. and that's really what I wanted to get out there. Yeah. Um, it's not something that I'm ashamed of. Yeah. I was. You know, when I first got diagnosed, I was embarrassed, I suppose, that I wasn't perfect. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was like, oh God, there's something not right with me. Everyone's going to define me as that. Actually, that hasn't happened
2: at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a different, similar depression and having been open about it on this podcast. I would say it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me because I live my life differently now. I I see it coming. And I now have, like you have your fitness and training and everything. I know exactly the things to do. Yeah.
3: Do you find that people talk about that in a negative way? Do you know what I mean? Like a bit like how you said about Sam with her mm. depression. Do you find that
2: That's why I was interested? Because um, yes, I do feel there's still a stigma. And every time I talk about it, I I do worry about the 12 year old. Uh, the girl who bullied me back in the day thinking about it and having a chuckle and thinking haha you haven't got your head together kind of thing I do think and also I worry that because people don't necessarily understand it they would think oh you don't want to work with Emma or oh she's you know it could have all these ramifications because people um perhaps aren't as sympathetic towards mental health as they are towards physical towards physical illness I don't think it's sympathetic I think it's they're not educated
3: Mm. do you know what i mean i think Mm. i think you know when we were young and you would see things at school that you should have told a teacher about but you didn't Mm. and you look back now and you think god i wish i'd said something Mm. god i wish i'd noticed that that girl hadn't been changed and had do you know what i mean Mm. little things that you wish as a grown-up that you had have done yeah um I think as we grow, we obviously educate ourselves if we wish to. Mm. And I think that's the difference is it's lack of education of not, and, and probably confidence to not mm. come forward and say something. But I do, I totally hear what you're saying. People, I do think that's lack of education if they think that it's something that someone would make up. Like I don't have depression. I don't have anxiety. Mm. I don't have any of those things. I have MS. Mm. You know, that's my card. But I do think I see how it affects my sister daily mm. you know and that luckily when i'm with her it makes her feel less anxious and less maybe not less depressed but um because that's something that stemmed way back mm. but it is something that i see daily and i and i know that's not an act because mm. why would anyone want to act like that
2: but also it's the thing of well well we could talk about the fact that some people i've had people say oh anxiety is just a fashionable word now everyone's got it and i'm like no you have no idea please don't say that please because an anxiety attack is real yeah and being scared to leave the house is real yeah that's like whatever i I get a bit annoyed about because
3: they've never been experienced to it or seen anyone with it and Mm. i think you know i've i've never had anxiety but the only thing I can put it to is when I would play a netball match or something, the adrenaline mm. that I'd feel. But for me, that was an excitement and to carry on. But I can imagine mm. that that adrenaline and that irony taste in your mouth and that tingling of, oh, my God, I'm just, I'm just so nervous, mm. anxious, would be what it would be like for someone who had that on a daily basis. Yeah. And I you can't haven't even got imagine that.
2: And there's nothing that you're going to go and towards, do. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. That would be hellish. You know when you were saying about you didn't want anyone to treat you differently, you didn't want anyone to think you were less capable, which is why you dealt with it slightly on your own. I think that's, uh, again, that probably covers off my feeling about having been open about depression and anxiety. I don't want anyone to think I'm less capable. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah,
3: no, I hear you completely. <laughs> I hear you. And I think these are battles that, at one point everyone will have to under mm. overcome something yeah um and and for us talking about it hopefully it won't be quite so severe for them hopefully mm. it will help them manage through it or um you know if if tomorrow someone finds out they have ms hopefully listening to something like this will be like okay okay maybe i'll be in bed for a while let me you know and may, that's okay and that's okay i can take this rest and and hopefully I will listen to my body Mm. and then I can carry on afterwards you know I'm not saying that everyone will be like that but I didn't know how I would be when Mm. I was in that situation I didn't know that I would get to this point I didn't know I'd be talking about it I didn't Mm. know um I would even be walking do you know what I mean six years down the line because some people it progresses so fast you know I don't know where I'll be in another 10 or so years but hopefully I will have Done lots of fun
2: things on the journey there. Yeah. When you were at home and you couldn't go into town because you yeah. were absolutely knackered, which isn't the right expression, but, but yeah, you know, I you could. <laughs> um, did mentally, did you have to almost picture where we are today? No, because I couldn't. Right. I couldn't. I couldn't have.
3: To me, I knew I didn't want to be that person for my kids, but I had to take it day by day. Mm. I couldn't I couldn't picture that I would be walking still travelling I just couldn't because mm. all I knew was how my dad's was. Yeah. So to me that was all I saw. Um thank God goodness it's turned out mm. this way. But I can totally understand why someone would feel that way in bed. Mm. I can
2: because I did. I literally didn't think that I would ever get out of bed. If you were having a crappy day on the sofa, I'm just sort of trying to sort of figure out your mindset you might have been on the sofa but did you go yeah but i was in the i was in bed a month ago so this is progress were you able to do that yeah and was when, that when i could pick my kids up yeah. and stuff that was the most motivating
3: because mm-hmm. Eddie was still in a cot so i couldn't lift her out of the cot you know things like that like i would carry them up to bed every night i couldn't carry them up the bed up to bed because i could barely tackle the stairs on my own mm. but even now I have especially in the morning when my, it's very similar to ME, when my hands aren't working and whatnot in the morning and Harry's like maybe, mummy, carry me down the stairs take me <laughs> on your back and I'm like sweetheart I can't, <laughs> they don't know yeah. why, they just don't question it, do you know what I mean because it's what they've lived with mm. um, but that's one of the annoying things about doing my knee is because I do play out with my kids all the time mm. like I just taught Harry to ride his bike um edie i talked to swim when she was three and we were playing frisbee in the garden and i couldn't jump to get it and i I felt really like Mm. ah that's my right i want to be able to play this with him but so that kind of brought me back to i couldn't have done this earlier Mm. you know when i had when i found out lms i couldn't even be in the garden with them Mm. um but i think you just have to take everything day by day and just have the mindset that i will get through this You know, I will, because there is no other Mm -hmm. option. There's no other option for me other than, you know, change my diet, sort my life out and not be a victim to MS. And that's that's the only way I could think about it is there is, you know, mindset. I will. I will. And that's how I felt about it is I will get back to playing netball. You know, things that I love. And I know it's, it's funny, but I needed to have that in my life Mm. i wanted to have the energy to go out with my girlfriends you know what i mean just Mm. to do those sorts of things and not be the first one that goes to bed every time you know it's Mm. and that was what went through my mind is i will beat this or if i can't beat it i will live with it in the best possible way and you know it's not something i can beat not yet although there's amazing medicines out there um but i will live the best life i can with it
2: wow i think that's a brilliant note i mean i'm inspired to hell by oh, that thanks um it is it's i really appreciate your generosity in talking about it as well
3: oh god it will and it's,
2: sharing the it's message. my
3: yeah that that's the whole thing is you know I, I do feel when i'm talking about it god she goes on people must think god she goes on but for the people that think that it's not for you yeah it's not about you mm. it's about the people that have it and live with it that want to hear all that stuff that are dealing with it on a daily basis and you know i get so many people that come to me with ms and they want to talk for hours about it because they want to know the ins and outs Mm. of everything and for everyone it's different but i'm so happy to talk about it and i'm so happy to be there and say you know this is how it is for me and if i can be the person they look to and say that's how i want to live with my ms then i'm really i'm doing something right
2: I think you are a hundred percent thanks Emma. and when I was in the depths of depression I would listen to podcasts that featured people that inspired me yeah and that I absolutely and that's why I often make the joke this podcast saved my life because I started this podcast because of those yeah. that experience I absolutely credit podcasts like Tim Ferriss yeah. for helping me navigate my way out of a really terrible space so I really hope We're talking helps. yeah
3: and listening does too do you know what i mean i feel like i've just talked for how long have we done one hour i feel like i'm so sorry to everyone i've just talked <laughs> nonstop for one
2: hour and probably off tune with a lot of it do you know what no, i mean because no. my my brain spirals i go off into a little don't overanalyze it i think honestly i think this is really valuable and as i said i really appreciate your generosity that's oh, my pleasure and we will put any appropriate links in yeah. the show notes for resources that if anyone wants to investigate this further don't go down a google rabbit hole we will yeah. give you the appropriate resources Yeah,
3: and if, if you are going to google stuff because you want get someone else to do it and mm. tell them to just fluff it up a bit do you know what i mean there's <laughs> yeah. just no need to know the ins and outs of yeah. everything you know if you have some side effects that you're like oh i've got tingling in my legs or i feel like then ask them to google mm. it and see if it's a thing because otherwise you'll see so many other like there's things about bladder and whatnot and i'm like oh shit i wish i hadn't seen that because mm. you know you just then you're constantly thinking god get someone else to google it yeah
2: good advice Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's been a delight. Before you go, did you enjoy that conversation? I sincerely hope you did. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean such a lot to me if you could pop over to wherever you stream it and leave a five star review and maybe even a couple of sentences about an episode that you particularly enjoyed. That would be so fantastic at helping the show stand out on a massive platform like Apple podcasts and various other streaming services also don't forget if you want to get in touch with the show and i'd be delighted to hear from you you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com you can slide into my dms on social where i'm at emma guns or you can join the private facebook group and i will put the link to that in the show notes we are having lots of brilliant discussions over there so it'd be fantastic if you could join thank you ever so much for listening and i will see you on the next one